Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We are the Sunday Fun Day guys. My name is Jason Williams. And I'm Blake Castetter. Blake, it's finally here, my man. Week one of the NFL football season. As you can tell, I'm super, super pumped. Ready to get right into the episode. What do you think, Blake? Man, I'm excited. Yeah. I got all, I got all my drafts in the books. I got Half one more left. You got one more left? Yeah, I got one more left on Wednesday. Make sure Cutting you go back and re-listen to that last episode. Oh, no doubt. I have to, right? Make sure you're ready to go. Yeah, let's let's Man, do it. I did a youth uh I did a fantasy football draft with my youngest and his football team. Uh-huh. Ten man league. I let him draft the entire thing. Okay. As hard as it was to allow him <laughs> to take a quarterback where he took a quarterback. Right. And we did it on Yahoo, and it was 10-man, right? But right. draft grade, A+. plus. Wow. My eight-year-old son, baby. What do they say? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree? That's there you right. Go. There you go. What, okay, before we get started, what pick made you cringe? Oh, man, give me one second. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Let's see. Who did we end up with? Oh, home. Here's his team. Lamar Jackson in the fourth round. <laughs> if you can see his face, fanatics. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. You. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to Braxton. And good luck to all you fanatics out there that have, have drafted and the ones that haven't drafted. Make sure you listen to our episodes of the Sunday Fun Guys. But we're going to get right into it, Blake. Week one. Let's initial thoughts. What are your initial thoughts on week one? We've drafted our team. We've gone through all the stats, all the stuff from last year, all the stuff from this year. Give me your thoughts. I mean, it's simple. Just like you and I talked about before we kicked this off, don't uh-huh. overcomplicate it. You put in the work, you studied, you listened to podcasts, you got your lists, you drafted your team. What'd you say? Keep it simple. Roll with your horses. Roll that's the, the number one. That's the number one rule. You got a bunch of thoroughbreds. You're not going to keep them in the stable, are you? You got to roll with them. So that's what we've said from the jump. If you got guys that you know are going to be your studs, play them. Especially in this early, you know, these first couple weeks, you don't know how things are going to shake out. But play your horses. Play your horses. Yeah, look at how you drafted. Yeah, and play the guys that you wanted. Now, that being said, we're going to give you some things to think about going into this episode. Yes, going into yes. Week one. Which we're very excited to go over with you, Fanatics. Our, our first segment is going gonna, is gonna to be a little bit different. We're going to start out with week one studs or duds. So with that being said, I'll let Blake kick it off with his studs for week one. All right. So in the quarterback position, I'm a firm believer that Jared Goff, ranked outside the top 10 quarterbacks, is going to be a stud this week. And I say that because Jared Goff, it's matchup, matchup, matchup. Going against the Kansas City Chiefs. And while Detroit's defense has improved, he might have to use his weapons to keep up with Patrick Mahomes and their offense. So that's a quarterback that I would be suiting up all day long. Yeah, and he's not even in the top 12. He's he's low, low, and that, that surprises me for this week considering what he did at the end of last season. He was a top five quarterback. No doubt. Yeah. Agreed. You have a you have a stud? You have a dud at quarterback? I do have a dud, and this may surprise you, folks. I uh, So the 
when I'm picking duds, I'm picking guys that are at least in the top 10 in terms of rankings. And my first uh, dud is a quarterback, and you may be surprised, but it's Josh Allen. And you may say, Jason, Josh Allen, you know, top five quarterback over the last several years. Ladies and gentlemen, I not, I'm not a fan of the matchup that he has against the Jets. Division opponent, Jets been hyped from, you know, the last few months with Aaron Rodgers. The Jets have a great defense. The Bills, and they've had some issues between Josh Allen and Diggs. So I don't know how that dynamic is, but I think the Bills, and especially Josh Allen, may struggle with the Jets on Monday night. Now, does that make James Cook? Does that move him up? It may. It may. I, I think it I think it does. I think they'll lean heavily on the run game to start because I think they're going to have issues passing with that secondary. So Josh Allen is my week one dud in terms of quarterbacks. Gee, play, give me, go ahead. James Cook, James Cook is one of those guys that I went after in all my drafts. If he yep. just simply replaces Devin Singletary's workload, uh-huh. touches. Yeah. He is a top 20 running back. I'd say even higher than that. That could be could have been drafted in the seventh, eighth round. Yeah. Yep. So I got him in all but one of my leagues. All so you're hoping one. they so you're hoping they run the ball a lot, right? I would I would not be upset. <laughs> all right. So, so speaking of running backs, yes. My stud at the running back position comes as an RB2. I'm sorry, a, a, a traditional handcuff. Yeah. Out in Denver. Samaje Pirine. Samaje Pirine. So we all know Sean Payton brought him in. Uh-huh. Paid him. Uh-huh. And we know what Sean Payton's done with receiving backs. Running yes. backs in general, I would say. Right, I would say running backs in general, yes. And you've got Javante Williams coming off a major ligament injury. And we know what that looks like when running backs return those first couple weeks after major ligament yeah. injuries. Especially the first year. Yeah, No doubt. Yeah. See J.K. Dobbins. See Cam Akers. See Travis Etienne. Don't hesitate to put P. Ryan in your flex spot, especially if you're in a full or half point per reception league. Now that's a uh, that's an interesting dud. You kind of threw me a curveball with P. Ryan, but you know, in terms of the information you provided to uh, to myself and the fanatics, it makes total sense. Now, again, if you've got guys that are ranked higher than P. Ryan, you're probably going to play those guys. But P. Ryan is definitely an interesting flex player for sure. Definitely. Where you stand on your dud of the week at running back. Oh, my dud of the week at running back. It's no none other than Josh Jacobs. And the reason I picked him as, as a dud is clearly because he, had been, he hasn't practiced. He hasn't practiced. He hasn't played. Now, obviously, he signed his contract. So he's gotten a little bit of work. But one, I don't like the fact that he's held out, and that typically means, and again, this 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 can happen where guys who hold held out have typically gotten injured or have some type of soft tissue injuries, you know, once the game starts. And also, he's playing a tough Denver Broncos defense that was really good against the run. So in terms of my dud for the week at running back, it is the one, the only Josh Jacobs. And I'll throw you one more. Yeah. If you look at the history of running backs who have led the league in touches. Yes. They don't repeat. And so while we might be talking week one, yep, they don't repeat. So that only 
reiterates what you're saying that this week, watch out. Yeah. Very, very careful. He's a top five running back. I mean, he's ranked really high, but I would be very careful. And I know we said play your horses, but again, just be aware that he may not have the production that you think he may have, especially week one. Agree completely. This is a little bit teaser to a later segment where I have my own opinions about Josh Jacobs. Oh, yeah. We're not done with Josh Jacobs yet, No, we're not. (laughs) All right. So on to receiver. The last spot for the studs and duds segment. My stud of the week. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Wow. Okay. This also plays into the matchup thing, but I got a couple points, and it really is based around health. Yep. Keenan Allen's healthy. Josh Herbert's. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Jeez. I'm looking at your notes, and Josh Allen. Justin (laughs) Herbert is healthy. Uh His O-line is not only healthy, but improved. Yep. And then he's going up against a Miami defense that's going to be without an unhealthy Jalen Ramsey. So Keenan Allen is your stud. I mean, those are those are very good points. I mean, Keenan Allen, we all know when he's healthy. I mean, he's a top ten receiver, but he just couldn't stay healthy last year. And obviously, Herbert had a shoulder issue, and the line was decimated with injuries. So again, week one, all coming in healthy. That stud actually really makes sense. I mean, Keenan Allen could be in ta- on tap for a big game against the Dolphins this week. Agreed. And that, yeah. you know, the matchup side of things, again, if two is healthy, out there throwing the ball, they put up a lot of points. That might be a shootout. It might be I a track be, I want to be a part of that game. Yes, 100%. Now, in terms of my wide receiver dud, I'm going back to the Las Vegas Raiders. I am going with Devontae Adams, who is ranked, I believe, in the top five in terms of receivers for this week, or at least top six, seven, eight. And the reason is quite simple, folks. He has Jimmy G thrown on the ball. Uh, I am not confident that Jimmy G can get Devontae Adams the ball like a Derek Carr, like an Aaron Rodgers could. So I am I am downgrading Devontae Adams, especially this week, because he's actually he's going to be going against Patrick Sertain the second who was probably one of the best quarters in terms of rating last year. So he's going to have his hands full. I think Denver's going to be out to prove something, especially the first game. I think Jimmy G is going to struggle. I think Adams is going to struggle. And I think Josh Jacobs is going to struggle. So if you're a betting man, I'd probably say stay away from the Raiders this week in fantasy because I think they're going to really struggle against the Denver Broncos defense. Man, you just got me thinking about all these Raiders you're picking to fail, 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 fail. And maybe you... Bring them up later in the uh, survivor side of things. Yeah, maybe. That may that may be man. You get good at this teaser thing, man. You're <laughs> getting really good. So, folks, there you have it. So our stud and duds segment. So we talked about Jerry Goff, stud, talked about Sabanje Piran, stud, and Keenan Allen is a stud. And our duds were Josh Allen, Josh Jacobs, and Devontae Adams. So we're gonna Go, go on to the next segment. This segment, Blake, our sleepers. Our sleepers for the week. I got one pick. You got one pick? I've got Dig, one pick. Digging a little bit deeper. Digging you are into digging the well. Deep. I'm but looking I at the am, notes. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I'm not saying I'm not going to start him in one of my teams. Okay. Mr. Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Okay. Wow. Second year receiver out of Kansas City. Uh-huh. 
Again, game situation. Could be a shootout. Kansas City yeah. and Detroit. Yep. He's in line to be the starting receiver. But here's the reason that I like it. The Patrick Mahomes effect. Per PFF, since 2021, Mahomes leads all active QBs with slot receiver targets totaling 309 or 9.1 targets per game. Now that's an interesting nugget right there. Give me some of that. <laughs> so you're liking Scott Moore. Scott Moore every day, all day. It was really hard for me not to pick him in the stud spot. Okay. I get you. I get you. So you're, you're saying breakout candidate this year is what I'm hearing. We got him on our team. Yes, we do. I got him on my league of record team. Yes. And Braxton and I got him on our team. Okay. So you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Scott Moore. Blake is expecting big things from it. From the, from the stats you gave us, it totally makes sense. Planting my flag. Sky Plant Moore. Your <laughs> Plant your flag. So in terms of my sleeper, Blake, I went deeper than you went. I went deep, deep, deep. So I actually went with a quarterback, and it goes back to our premise of drafting quarterbacks later in the draft. Now, again, this guy, you're probably not even going to start, but I think he's going to have a game that people are going to start to take a look at and be like, oh, man, I, I, maybe I need to pick this guy up off the waiver wire and put him on my team. So I am going with the former Las Vegas Raider, Derek Carr. I'm all on the Raiders kick today. You are. I am. I didn't even realize this. So Derek Carr. Now he's in New Orleans, has a plethora of good talent in terms of skill position, has never had an issue with getting the ball out and, and throwing for, you know, three, 4,000 yards. But he's got a really juicy matchup with the Tennessee Titans. First game in New Orleans at home against the Titans defense. Now listen to this, Blake. This, this is actually a really cool stat. So the Titans defense in 2022 was number one against the run, averaging giving up 77 yards per game, but worse against the pass, giving up 275 yards a game. So I am expecting Derek Carr to gunsling it all over the place. He's got weapons at receiver. He's got tight end. He's got good running backs. I would expect Derek Carr to have a game. So he is actually probably more than a, more than a sleeper. He's probably a super sleeper because he's not even ranked in the top 20. Gives me uh Memories of Geno Smith not being drafted. Yeah. The next thing you know, he ends up starting quarterback. Yes. And I, I think Derek Carr can have that Geno Smith year where he leads the league in completion percentage. I mean, he's always been a good quarterback. He's just never, really never had the talent around him. I think, you know, with the New Orleans Saints and their offensive line and their running backs, and they don't even have Kamara. So, but I think he's in, he's in line for a big year. I'm with you. I'm excited yeah. to see what he can do. Yes. So, folks, those are our sleepers for the week. Sky Moore, Derek Carr. Now, Blake, we're going to get into our next segment, bold predictions. This ought to be an interesting one. I got two. You got two. Okay. Two for the week. Two for the week. All Let's right. Let's go ahead and start. Go right back to the uh, Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Bold prediction number one. <laughs> Zamir White 
outscores Josh Jacobs. And it's for all the reasons you said previously, but the wow. main one being Jacobs coming in fresh off a holdout through the entire yeah. preseason. Uh-huh. Bowl prediction number two. He's got two, folks. I only have one, so you know his are good. Jahan <laughs> Dotson uh-huh. enters week two as a wide receiver one. Okay. So the wide receiver one, Scary Terry, uh-huh. out in Washington, been dealing with injuries. They're going up against a weak Arizona secondary. Very weak. Sign me up, Jahan so, Dotson. Jahan Dotson, who's actually on our team, right? He is, and he's on he my team. team. All well. right. <laughs> so very good bowl predictions. Uh, I feel like those are definitely, you know, kind of out there for sure. The Dotson thing is a little bit out there. That's not too far-fetched. The Zabir White thing, that's out there, buddy. That, that, that'll be interesting if that happens. So They're bold. They're bold. So my bold prediction, one prediction, is Bijan Robinson, the Ballyhooed rookie. Everybody's talking about him. You know, he's going to be the best thing since Saquon Barkley or Saquon 2.0, whatever you want to call him. So Bijan Robinson in the game against the Carolina Panthers this week will have not only 100 yards rushing, but he will have 100 yards receiving, making him the first running back to do this since Christian McCaffrey in 2018. Boom. There's my bold prediction. 100 yards rushing, 100 yards receiving. They actually get some really, really good defense. That's bold. That's bold. That's that rookie what, that's, shows up like that? Yes. I'm banking on it. All of his draft capital. Yep. 100 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving. B. John Robinson, my bold prediction for week one. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Now, let's, let's jump into the fun stuff. Yes. The real fun stuff. The real, real fun stuff. Survivor. Oh, yes. First first episode we did. The rules. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to bring those rules back up, too, I think. I think you will, yes. I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your pick of the week, Jason? My survivor pick of the week is the Washington Commanders playing at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, again, the Washington Commanders are nothing to write home with, folks. I will say this, though. Watch out for Eric Bieniemy and what he's going to do with that offense. I think him coming over from Kansas City is going to pay dividends for Sam Howe and all the receivers and the tight ends as well. So watch the skill positions from the commanders. They're all pretty low for the most part, except for the wide receivers. But I think they're going to exceed whatever expectations they have. So Eric Bieniemy is going to change that offense. Now, with that being said, here's the reason I'm picking – the Washington Commanders. I'm like, you know who the starting quarterback for the Cardinals is this week? I don't. Uh, have you heard of a gentleman named Clint by, by the name of Clayton Toon? I have not. So, you know I'm a big college football fan, don't you, Blake? Yes, sir. I have actually heard of Mr. Toon. I know just a few. I actually don't know a lot. I know one thing about him. He started at Houston for three years at quarterback and played under Dana Hogerson. That's pretty much all I got. So you're telling me the Arizona Cardinals, who by all accounts are not going to be very good this year. Again, don't know that for sure, but by all accounts, not going to be very good. Are starting a guy, I believe they drafted him third or fourth round, 
now that Kyler Murray's hurt, and going to throw him out there against a pretty good commander's defense? I am taking the commanders all day, every day, week one survivor. Go, Blake. What about our rules? What about our rules? Okay, lay them on me then. Well, I only got one. Okay. Quarterback in his first start. Correct. You're right. Okay. All right. I I need justification here. So you need justification. Um, Two words. Clayton Toon. That's all I'm going to tell you. I just, I feel confident that he would not be able to handle what the what the commanders will be able to put forth on defense and i think they're going to struggle to keep up with them on offense that means they're going to start pressing oh and also don't forget one of our other rules arizona's playing at the commanders that's our cross-country rule so not only is he starting his first game which is one of our rules but they're going from arizona to washington Orlando or Maryland, wherever they play now. So I believe strongly that the Washington Commanders will beat the Arizona Cardinals, and that's my survivor pick for week one. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. And it's also in a top two in popularity for week one. As it should be. Yes. Um, The reasons I like it, Arizona is going to be in the bottom of the league. Yes. We could ride that train. Yes. There's always also, a team. Yeah. You're going to ride the train. Oh, the Cardinals maybe won. Maybe the one this year. Also, unless Washington shows up and surprises me, I don't think they have a lot of future value. Correct. But <laughs> caution. Something to consider. Beware. Okay. Right. Since 2003. There have been 137 games where a week one team was favored by four and a half or more points within that set of games included the five of them included the underdog starting a backup quarterback (laughs) in week one. Okay. Do you know how many times the favorites won that game out of five? Got no idea. Two. Two. Okay. You're not even on the right side of 50%, Jason. <laughs> I know. Two. You're right. You're right. I am not. Stats don't lie. The Buyer stats beware. don't lie. Buyer beware. So you're telling me to beware is what you're telling me. I say follow the rules. Okay. All right. Follow the rules. I say survive in advance, too. Survive in advance. Right. Okay. If- my, okay. Go ahead. I would say if you've got two picks in the same survivor pool, yes, hedge your bet. Don't put them both on Washington. I, I can agree with that. All right. So okay. So in terms of you, I've told you my pick, and the fanatics have heard my pick. Okay, who's your pick for this week, Blake? The Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, a revamped offense. No more Dalvin Cook. And you got Baker Mayfield coming into town. Oh, okay. Baker Mayfield does not scare me whatsoever. Uh Uh-huh. And the betting side of things backs that up. Favored by six and a half points with a straight up being 290. I gotcha. I think popularity last time I looked uh, a couple days ago was at 14%. Got to go with your locks, though. Yep. Survive in advance. 
Survivor debates. Now, Jason, unlike your pick, my pick <laughs> follows all the rules. Oh, see, he's a rule follower, folks. <laughs> As we both laugh, right? That's right. All right, so what's your trap game, your caution game, your watch out, be careful game? Do you have one? Uh, I do. And that game is in three days. The, the, the opening season game, the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champions, Mahomes, Kelsey, and those guys against as the trendy pick to not only win the NFC North, but potentially make a run in the playoffs in the Detroit Lions. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that you picked the Chiefs as your caution pick? And I picked, did we just become best friends? I think we did. Ah. <laughs> All right, so give me some stats in terms of the Chiefs-Detroit game. Like, what are, what are we talking about? How high is, are they up there in terms of popularity? Uh, they were at a 10% pick last time I looked. So when I was doing some research a couple of days ago, the Chiefs were at a 10% popularity pick. But okay. there's a lot of unknowns from my perspective. Jameer Gibbs being the biggest. Yes. He, he's, he, he could come out and he could crush it. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to get from him. And he might add a whole new element to that backfield. Uh-huh. Not to mention the addition of David Montgomery yes. and Detroit's passing attack. And they also drafted a tight end too, right? So we really don't know what we've got except potential electric, potential shootout, and Thursday night football. Oh, yes. Follow the rules, folks. Follow, follow the rules. rules. And, and the one thing to your point about Gibbs it's what's the best way to keep Kansas City from scoring? Keep him off the field. Control the ball. Control the ball. I mean, teams that have controlled the ball against the Chiefs have had better chances of winning. Not to say they've won, but they've given themselves an opportunity. When you control the ball against the Chiefs, you keep Mahomes, Kelsey, Pacheco, all those guys off the field. Hence, they can't score. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Lions play it because they got weapons too. Now, do they put? Do they run Gibbs, or do they say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna come out here and it's gonna be a shootout? But that's a game, folks. You might want to be very very careful with picking. Sounds juicy, sounds great. You know, everything is skewing towards the Chiefs, but be very careful because I, we believe. I mean, not we. I will say I believe that Detroit has the potential to make a deep run in the playoffs this year. And Detroit fans are probably going. Crazy that we even talk about the Lions and playoffs, but I really think they have an opportunity to make a run, piggybacking off what they did last year and some of the additions that they made offensively and defensively in the draft. I mean, we've set them up. Yes. They're ready. They're ready. Week one, baby. Week one. Finally. Set the rosters. Make your picks. Sit back and enjoy some Sunday fun day football. Exactly, exactly. So, Blake, final word leading up to week one. We talked about this in the beginning of our cast. It's pretty simple, folks. You've drafted your team. You've did all the homework. You've did the studying. Now it's time to execute. And what I mean by execute is play your guys. Play your horses. Play the guys that you wanted to pick in your draft. Should be no question, oh, should I play this guy? Nope. Play your studs. You play your studs, you're going to have the best chance of winning game one. Now, again, a lot of things can happen, as we know. 
in fantasy football, guys get hurt, guys get concussed, but play your studs. And then follow the rules. We gave you some picks when it comes yes. to survivor football. Follow the rules. Our rules, your rules, have something. Follow them. Survive and advance. Number one rule, survive and advance. And on that note, don't look too far ahead. I know we talked about future value with Washington. You're in week one. If you're looking ahead to week five, six, seven, eight, trying to consider whether or not you want to play a team, you might not be around in week five, six, seven, eight. What, what Blake is trying to say, don't do it. Don't look ahead. Focus on week one. It sounds cliche. One week at a time. Don't worry about what's going to happen in week five. Because if you look at week five, you'll be out by week two. All right, man. So wrap this up. I mean, they're ready. Make sure they're following us on our socials. I know we've covered it each time. We're going to keep covering it. That's right. We're on Instagram at Sunday Fun Day, guys. Yes. And we're on Facebook. You can find us at The Sunday Fun Day, guys. But I'm going to throw another one in here. Okay. Our downloads and our stars, our ratings, our comments on the podcast applications, especially Apple and Spotify. Yes. Keep them coming. The five stars, those goes a long way to helping yeah. other people find our podcast. We are grateful and we appreciate them. Yeah, well, 100%. Fanatics, you've been great. The first several episodes, uh, we really are excited to keep doing this. We feel like we have some insights for you that are going to help you not only win Survivor, but also lead you to victory in your fantasy leagues. And also, if you have any questions, shoot them to us. Like, we'd love to get any feedback from you on who you're, who you're thinking about starting. Do you have any questions about who to start? Shoot us some messages on IG and Facebook, and uh, we'll try to do the best we can to help you make those tough decisions. You know we'll be sitting around Sunday. Phones oh. in hand, so if you've got something, send it our way. Last-minute decision, bring it. Yes. Let's see. Phones, laptops, any electronic device we will have. NFL Red Zone will be prevalent. We'll be watching all the, the scoring touchdowns, field goals, etc. Week one is coming up, folks. Finally, it's here. So, Blake, you want to talk a little bit about the next episode of the Sunday Funday Guys podcast? Yeah, we'll keep it short and sweet. So the next episode, we're going to review week one. That's the good, the bad, the ugly. So we're going to review what happened in week one, just a couple standouts. Yep. We're going to review our picks, what we provided you. Were we right? Were we wrong? And then we're going to look ahead to week two. Great. Can't wait. Can't wait to do that. Well, folks, that's a wrap on this show. My name is Jason Williams. And I'm Blake Castetter. And we are the Sunday Funday Guys. Talk to you soon. Have a great week.